All righty, welcome to the My Age Podcast, uh, episode 33. Um, thanks for checking out. Actually, I should do the intro. My Age Podcast, a uh, podcast that brings you conversations uh, with different people from all walks of life, using music to plot a course from their early years to where they are now. I guess how they got to where they are today. That's kind of how the spiel goes. Um, again, thanks for checking it out. Uh, if it's your first time, welcome. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, if it's your 33rd time, then look. Again, really appreciate it. Thanks for coming back. Um, first, I will do some quick shout-outs because it's really, always really appreciate it. And a quick plug as well. Um, Naomi and Ben, thank you for donating well and truly above and beyond uh, what anyone needs to donate. Uh, to, not that you need to donate anything to the podcast, but you look, this is a free podcast. Uh, if you dig it, then, you know, there are expenses to me, and that's fine. Um, it's, you know, it's part of doing it but I enjoy doing it. But um, if you feel like these pod- these episodes are worth a dollar or even more, you know, sometimes you might want to get a bit lucky. You had a little win on the pokies or the or the dogs or whatever gambling you're into. You, th- you thought Toronto were going to get up and they did. I didn't think they were going to win. I lost a couple of bucks. Not too much, but, but that's okay. Um, you can always donate to the cause, paypal.me slash myagepodcast. You can donate a dollar or whatever. You know, whatever you think this episode or any other episode's worth, um, always appreciated. Never expected, but always appreciated. Uh, so with that, yeah, cool. Episode 33. Um, we've got a very good friend of mine, housemate, bandmate, um, groomsman in my wedding entourage. Uh, and I'm godfather to one of his second sons, so that's a bit of fun, who we mentioned in this podcast. Um, young David Macbeth. Uh, drummer in one, yeah, one, a fantastic band from Australia. Um, something with numbers, something with numbers. Sorry, I should say that with more clarity. Um, plus, you know, did a whole bunch of different stuff. I played in old music for old people with him. And if you listen to this podcast, the day it gets released, if you can hear that siren in the background, it's actually my son um, Cody. He's watching Blippy um, or playing with trucks or both. And you know. Ambulances and fire trucks are where it's at at the moment, so it's all about making those loud noises, which is fine. That's cool. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So if you listen to this today, it's released Friday the hey buddy, um, Friday the twenty sixth, I think, twenty eighth even of June. Um, our new band, Dave Mine and Trent Crawford's new band. Hello, thank you. Whoop. Uh, are playing a couple of shows at Body Jar in 28 Days, which is, you know, a nostalgia trip. Powerful 90s slash 2000s nostalgia trip. Um, and you can check it out, but we'll add more details. Um, but if you're not listening to this the day it aired, then um, you may have missed it unless you went to it. Then, you know, it is what it is. Hey, did you want to say something? Uh, hello. Hello. That's right. That was Cody. What's happening? Um... So, yeah, there's that. Um, look, nothing much really to say. We'll just get straight into it. Um, oh, huge response on last month's episode as well from um, Nikki from Pagan. Um, it was an unreal episode. Go back and check that out. And, you know, a lot of them are. So go back, have a dig. This is thirty episode 33, so you might find something you like. You want to say something again? What noise does a cow make? Cow, cow. What noise? 
Okay, cool. He usually does noises. That's cool. I shouldn't treat him like a wee. Like a um, show pony or a, you know, to do tricks on command. Anyhow, I'm dawdling. I apologise for this long intro. Well, not long intro, but, you know, very all over the shop intro. Um, cool. We'll see you at the end of it. Episode 33, Dave and Beth. Cool. Take it away. Bye. All right, episode 33, my podcast. Today's guest, someone I've been very, very, very close friends with and, yeah, look, the stories will flow, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get a bit of a mention somewhere along the way. Um, one, David Macbeth. Um, if you probably don't notice, the, no, you may not know the name. That's probably not. Probably not. <laughs> you know, he was hidden behind symbols when he was doing his thing. Um, but you sure as fuck would have bopped along to his band, um... Most notably, something numbers, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Um, but if you, you know, if you didn't watch him with something numbers, you probably saw him with old music for old people, which is like, as Stu Harvey says, that we're the third best punk rock covers band he's ever seen. So from the Central Coast. From yeah. the Central Coast. That's so that's right. that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So what's going on? Yeah, um, no, I've been waiting for this. Good, it's good. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I like it. <laughs> so to set the scene, um, to how this actually came about, mm. David and I spent. A week and a half in uh, the US of A. We did, yeah. And yeah. we were kind of talking about it. We it kind of got it, the conversation. The subject got broached. Would <laughs> you, you got say? forced myself yeah, upon you and which said, is, "Which is fun. where's not, mine?" <laughs> not literally, but you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. So we said, "Well, let's go home and do it." <laughs> here so, we are. Yeah, yeah, here we are. Yeah. So, tell us about the early years. Yeah. So right back. As far back as you want to go. All right. Yeah. So um, I guess we. Uh, Dad was obviously, uh, as you know anyway, a drummer. And um, yep. I grew up pretty much going to his gigs because they couldn't afford a babysitter. So I'd sit behind the drum riser or up in the light box. That's fantastic. And, um, yeah, it was kind of inevitable. And I never really had a uh, want to go and learn the drums. I just kind of could do it. Yeah. So that How young were you? What's, like, earliest memories like was that was a thing like you were going to see your dad oh i couldn't tell you like it's always no but like that was um that's one of the earliest memories like that's something you remember as a child that's something that just happened yeah, yeah. all the time yeah, yeah yeah like as much as i remember like running around on the street yeah i remember being at gigs yeah watching it being like being behind the drum riser and like because you're supposed to be over 18 in the venues and you know so were you in like a were you in like a little crib or not a crib but like were you in a bed or were you just oh, kind of tucked down? No, not not probably not that young. Yeah, but like four or five, and onwards definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where was when mum's there as well? I take it. Mum would have been working as well. Okay. And just yeah, I don't know because dad was it was different back then. That dad would play all the time. Yeah. Like get bands, but there was no pokies really. There was no one man bands, DJs. Yeah. It was. Singers. A band, yeah, yeah, everywhere. So yeah, and that um, was so that was his job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was a professional, I, I guess you call it, drummer for sixty years, pretty much. Which is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's just, well, I don't know if I can. Ah, oh, no one's gonna, no one, that, no one that knows Dad's gonna listen to this. So he's winding it down. Dad will probably, but yeah. <laughs> um, but he's just talking about retiring now. So, which is pretty hectic. Yeah, I think he's seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a good, he's had a good, good kick at it. Just, but like, right, you know, raised three kids, him and his, him and your mum. Yeah. Raised three kids. Yeah. 
literally playing music. Yeah, yeah. Like he had other jobs when I, as the things changed, like as those one-man bands came in, as yeah. pokies came in, he said the most, like this happens now, like I think it's happened with me with a different band, but where venues would come and say, that was great, you guys sold the room out, but we can't do it again because you took too many people away from the pokies. So wow. we're going to cancel that show. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that's happened to him like countless times. And Fuck. we had it happen to us where we were with the Raging Clues, we were doing gigs, just a pub covers band. And yep. they said, we don't want you back because too many people stopped playing the pokies and came and watched the band. So, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think, <laughs> you think, you know, you're like, I know that Raging Clues had. Um, had a very thirsty crowd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So like the and money, thirsty, yeah, thirsty band as well. Yeah. yeah. So the money would just you just think would flow over the bar, but obviously that yeah, wasn't. it's not enough to cover the um, people putting their, their hard earned and stuff through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. So yeah, I don't know that. Um, that was definitely a big influence, and and I had two older brothers that were like ten, you know, almost ten years older than me, and they were right into sort of. Um, the In Excess and the Chisel and uh, John Farnham. And so I had a huge, you know, influence from that. Yeah. Um, what about mum? Was mum musical? Um, she's not not musical. Yeah. But she's not. She doesn't play anything? Doesn't play anything. She, yeah. sing, she sang back oh, in cool. the day. Oh, cool. Okay. But like not. With your dad or? Nah. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. And not like, yeah, not around the house really. Like okay. not just. Yeah, I don't know. She. She likes music, but she's not musical. Yeah, but yeah. Dad, sense. and dad's not it. Like dad doesn't not love the drums by any means. Like and does not love performing. He's not like someone who, and I'm the same. Yeah. Like you, I'll tell you. Well, we'll get into the re- later the reason I got into it, and it wasn't because I'm like, oh, I love drumming. Yeah. Like yeah, and if people come up to me at shows and talk about drums, I'll walk away. You just. Turn off. Yeah. <laughs> never. Like, yeah. I don't care about what dimension my symbol is. I, I've know? never like, you know, working working <laughs> in a guitar shop for the last, well, on and off for the last nineteen years now. Yeah. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Started in two thousand, um, yeah. October two thousand, which is just shy of nineteen years. Yeah. But um, I just look at drummers and go like, <laughs> I I pity your I pity your parents yeah. starting out. Yeah. And now I pity you because yeah, as you know, <laughs> for like from the thing we do at the moment, yeah. you're the first to first to get there and set up with the heaviest shit. Yeah. And you can't just stand – like I get to stand around and strum a, strum a bass <laughs> or whatever and, you know, take it easy. There's yeah, no respite a, for you. It's not a very good convenient, yeah. like, dr- instrument. It's true at all. Yeah. 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 And there's really, like, you are at the back, as you said. The symbols always cover your face. Yeah. But, you know. So you get the limelight. Sometimes you're just born with able to do one thing and one <laughs> yeah, thing only. Yeah, so roll with it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. So before before we hear the song, I guess, um, yeah. you mentioned that you're going to pick five songs that were really influential as a as an older person. Yes. So, like, because, you know, what your parents listened to weren't much inf- wasn't incredibly influential on you. And at the time, what your older brothers listened to being 10 years older – weren't hugely influential to you to where you are now looking back retrospectively yeah everyone loves in excess and they're a great band and da 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 yeah but like at the time as you were kind of coming of age yeah that meant nothing to you so you're going to pick five jams i think i yeah they definitely were a massive influence and and dad was a big band like he loved the jazz big band swing stuff and 
my brothers in excess and all that sort of eighties. Um, but I guess I was thinking more along the lines of yeah, what really shook me and yeah, cool. you know, and and you know, like I said when we spoke earlier, yeah, everyone's heard it. An in excess song, yep. everyone's heard her, but they might not have. Well, I'm sure everyone's heard, heard these songs, but not maybe as much as yeah, you know. And they've they've impacted you, so let's <laughs> go with it. Cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. so what do we got first then? So the first song, um, I was at my swimming carnival in year eight. Yep, I know this story, and I love yeah, this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, the, the guy next to me, who I'm gonna keep nameless because he's a um, douchebag. Cool. He was yeah sitting listening to his. I'm gonna say Walkman because mm-hmm. it would have been like 1990. Five-ish. Four. Four, yeah. Three. Um, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I was like, What's, what are you listening to? And he just looked at me. He didn't say anything. He just put the headphones on it. And it was this next song, which is Operation Ivy. And um, Here We Go Again is the song. See? Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah, cool. So what blows my mind about that song, right, <laughs> is when I hear it, um, and it only made me think of it when I actually dialed it up and realised it was released in, that song was released in 87, right? Yeah, it's old, yeah. It's it's really old, but like music had changed for production-wise yeah. so dramatically between 87 and 94. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. only seven years. Yeah. Where, like, I don't know, maybe I'm tripping, but, like, I feel <laughs> like if you go back seven years to 2012, not much as – it's not that much different. Like, there yeah, wasn't yeah. – does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. you put you compare that to, say – Out on the Wolves. Out <laughs> on the Wolves yeah. is a prime example. Yeah. Um, like, not that it's the same kind of 
genre per se. Uh, Punk and Drublick. Yeah. Like sounds sonically completely different and like yeah. worlds ahead. Like production wise, I mean, obviously yeah. they're a bigger band with bigger budget and that kind of thing. But like, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's, uh, it's not that, it's long ago, but then I don't think of the mid 90s as that long ago. If nah. that makes sense, it's a, yeah. I, I couldn't have, until I thought of these songs, I couldn't have told you when it was released. Yeah. Uh, but I went, oh, it's that old. Yeah. But, um, to me, it feels like it should be way older. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't um, be telling the truth if I said I'd go and listen to Operation Ivy a lot Yeah. now. But it was one of those but bands. That, that song just made me go, what the hell is that? Yeah. I don't even. Do you remember yeah. what else was on the tape? Was it, was, it, just, it, was, the it album. was just the album? Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Which was like, what, 20 songs or something, but short songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very short songs. Yeah. yeah. I got into it for a while, but then not long after that, the. 1994 happened songs. yeah like um albums sort of came started out started dropping and, yeah it changed everything um, it probably wouldn't have been very long before it would have been it might have even been 94 when i heard you know yeah. what i mean but it was um just before that offspring and crazy yep. time where um yeah and it was sort of we thought that we were the only ones listening to it yeah until you went to a show or something and yeah went, oh like everyone my age 13, 14, 15. From different pockets from of, different, yeah, you yeah, know, right. well, across the country and across the world, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, and it was like we're all getting into skating or getting in or surfing and, yeah. you know, at that same. Bodyboarding and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so see. it's funny when you're, you know, when you're 13 and 14, you don't. You like, don't realise how big the world is. No one else exists. So, yeah. Yeah. So were you, did you, were you, did you always grow up on the Central Coast or you always lived on the Central Coast? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Like. I've just, never left. Yeah, just all was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no need to. I but lived, like, I'll yeah. tell you now. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty boring that part. It's um, I don't know. We did the. I've. I, I think. Yeah, but I mean, you, yeah, you, you were like your parents raised you up here. They they grew up here. You take it or. Yeah, or? they moved here like young, but they um they my parents made terrible choices with real estate, like <laughs> okay. and they still are. Yeah. Um, but they they kept me in the same school, and then as soon as I turned old enough to get out of school, then they just started moving and they, they haven't stopped. Were they from Sydney and moved up here to start a family? Yeah, or? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so, as people do. Yeah, yeah, as, well, <laughs> kind of what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good option. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sick. So, like, I guess you, when you're talking about that kind of age, um, being eight year, year into skating and stuff, how does that yeah. come about? Like, is that just being a product of the Central Coast or, like, back then was yeah. skating? Like, because what I find really interesting from it, like I still consider myself an outsider from the Central Coast. Yeah. Even though I've been here for twenty years, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, Two thousand two, so yeah. seventeen years. Close um, there's so many skate parks that have been up here for ages. Whereas where, where I lived in Sydney, I couldn't name one. Like yeah. I couldn't name one public one. There was a couple of private ones, like you know. Yeah. Businesses that have you know, skate shop, or like a little bowl skate or parks. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. But like, um, an actual government. Well, council, council made, council yeah. maintained. I like, got a good. Uh, it's a good, like you've just sort of um, prompted a decent story. Okay. I think anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe it on me. But um, yeah, like when when we started skating, there was a spot in a park that just had the top of two concrete tanks that were like curb height. Yeah. And me and you know fifteen other guys used to skate this little curb. It was like a meter. It was a round thing, so you could only really skate a meter of it. Yeah. And we'd just sit there all day and skate that. It was 
shit. But what got you into but, it before you go on? Oh, just – well, okay. <laughs> so I tried to – I everyone was surfing. Okay, yeah, as you do. I should yeah, say, yeah. bodyboarding. And um, I got mum and dad to buy me a um, a body second-hand bodyboard, brand-new wetsuit and some fins or whatever. And yep. went out and tried to surf and I was like, I'm, I can do this, you know, like this isn't – this isn't bad. The second time I went surfing, it was eight foot at Avoca, which is a notorious like heavy oh, okay, yeah. wave. And um, uh, and I sat there and I was like, well, I'll just I know what I'll do. I'll paddle out and just get behind the waves and just not get any. Just miss them. Yeah. Conveniently. Yeah, miss yeah. Them. Just yeah. miss them and um, or I was give like, them to someone like, else. I, I was like so scared. I was like, I don't know what to do. You're, you're thirteen ish. Twelve, thirteen. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't even know why I was there on <laughs> without parents. Like and um. Yeah, then, you know, they all egged me on because they knew I was just going to get, like, completely <laughs> Annihilated. worked over. <laughs> and, um, I got on the second try of one and it just went pushed me straight through the into the rock pool over the rocks. Jesus. And um, ended up, like, cutting the wetsuit all, like, covered in blood. I floated back in ashore and just sat on, a, on the beach and went, fuck it, I'm never doing this again. And then I got a skateboard and <laughs> stole my brother's Lance Mountain um, skateboard, which I've got. A replica of hanging on the wall now, but yep. um, I think I swapped it for a like probably a Kmart complete eventually, and so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's out there somewhere. But um, yeah, and then yeah, we started skating this little spot, and there was these guys that I was hanging out with. I'm still mates with a lot of them now. They they were punk, like they were punks. Yeah, they all had blue mohawks. Like by de- like you know by like, not stereotypes, not the right word I want to use, yeah. but like the thing that when someone says punk, that's what they envisioned. Like yeah, spiky. Spiky belt, Exploited yeah, ex- yeah back patches and, and patches, yeah. and yeah, like they were. And like an old lady, I remember an old lady walked through one day and she said, um, she was probably like 85, yeah. And um, she said, Do you know that you boys are the talk of the town? And one of them said, Fuck off, oh, wow, and like because that's punk, yeah. And I was like, Oh, like, what do you do? I can't, like, I'm 13, I'm not gonna tell them to not do that you're the small fish yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah so anyway that we skated that spot for so long and then they um the council just announced that they're going to build this skate park at narara and we were there like you know checking on it every day skating the flats before they put the transitions in yeah and there was secu- they had to get security to stop us from skating on the fresh concrete and so and i was there every day for eight nine years that's so good christmas day birthday every like always there and if it unless it rained, we'd go into a Baker Street car park and Yeah. It was good. There was like a you know, that's if you weren't there then you're probably at the train station or Yeah, yeah. You know, it was that thing that that's what we did. So. Yeah. Yeah. So how many how many people do you reckon there were? Like and where were they flocking from? Like again, because for like I feel like on the Central Coast there's a fair few council like owned and operated Skate parks, like uh, were, yeah. were there many at the time, or no. was this one of the first? No, or? that was like the first decent one. Yeah, right. And so they were flocking, like we <clears throat> we were like the Narara, Wyoming, Lizaro people, gang, not gang, but like that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, and then they come from everywhere, and, and we all became one. Big so, there, so there wasn't like a as mm. cliche as it is. There wasn't like a. Uh, like a locals, mm, not really mentality, I, or we all became the locals, though. Yeah, there, there right. definitely was if Sydney guys came. But like, so on the <laughs> coast, there's like you know, obviously we're on the coast, so there's like a bunch of different beaches. Yeah, and I feel like there, to a certain extent, probably not as much now, but like there is a very territorial vibe to them. Like yep. you're a Copa boy, or you're a McMaster's 
boy or you're from Forage or whatever. Like, yeah. There wasn't that. It was just like, hey, if you skate, you're welcome. Oh, like the, a little bit, but pretty much. Yeah. Pretty. It was pretty, pretty good. It was looking like maybe I'm looking at it in a awesome, you know, remember like yeah, 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 rose but colored like, glasses. Yeah, like yeah. you drive past now, there's no one there. Maybe like a dad with his kid yeah. on a scooter, but it used to be like you couldn't get a parking spot. Like there'd be people sitting on roofs of cars watching skating, and yeah, it was ridiculous. Like it was a awesome, the best thing the council could have ever done. Like you know. Does anyone know what prompted it? Like no, no, I don't know. Like just they just put it there next to the train tracks and like off they went. Off they went. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking wild. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, like like yourself having a kid now. Like I've got two boys and I'd be stoked if they can have something like that. But I can't imagine. I guess they'll get. It, I guess they'll want to surf because we're near the beach. But, yeah. Um. Well, you didn't. And you were near the beach. I tried. Well, yeah, had a crack. Yeah, mate. Hopefully, yeah. they have a not as not as painful experience. Slice what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the cool things that one of the things that blows my mind because mm. we we share this. You're a much more passionate skater than I am, but we share this love of a skater named Rob Deerdeck. Yes, and like. I was never. I always used to skate as a means of transport. I love the aesthetic. Yeah. But me, for me, skateboarding meant like, hey, I'm going up to the shops to get bread. Yeah. I'll skate there, or you know, I've got. A, I'm at school. I've got to skate. To, like, I'm going to go to sport. Yeah, I'll yeah. skate to sport get or around, whatever. You know, yeah. just to get around. Could never. I'm yeah. not built for tricks. Like, <laughs> I've never been built for tricks. Right? Uh. I mean, you know, I probably could have applied myself a bit better, but it is what it Don't is. Don't worry. I was never like overly. You were never that I guy. Was never either. that good. Like, yeah. I, I got to a point where I remember thinking I'm going all right. Yeah. And then I just look at other people and go, oh, no. Yeah, no. I just just do the same shit over and over and I break the board. And then, you know, I broke a lot of boards. (laughs) (laughs) Heavy. I'm heavy handed with everything I do. I break shit. But so what blows my mind is that Narara became a a destination Mm. for, again, like you talk about. You, I don't remember. I don't remember if you said you remember seeing him, or, so, or that was the local law of the land that Rob Deerdeck was at this skate park. That was at um level two at Tugra. Oh, okay, it wasn't Arara, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but like, obviously, the coast had enough people where that was like where, yeah, where international skateboarders would come and do have yeah, an exhibition. Yeah. Or yeah, I saw like all of the if you rattled off like you know thirty of the biggest names <clears> in skateboarding <throat> in the world. Yeah. I would have seen twenty of them at those two parks. Yeah, that's fucking Tony wild. Hawk and every like everyone with it. They all came through and yeah. I mean, there's not really many that didn't in that era. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty good. Like yeah. Yeah, that blows my mind. Yeah, it yeah. does mine now too. Thinking of it, like because yeah. like <laughs> it's just again like the coast is so. It's it's especially you know. 20, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, it's a rural town by the sea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like you don't really – there's no need to come here unless you're coming here. Yeah. Like you don't just happen to drive past it because the freeway completely bypasses yeah, it. Yeah, And it's, yeah, it's I just – Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, I guess we had we had a good couple of skate parks and – Yeah. Like that was – skateboarding was probably at its – like I don't know if it was bigger than it is now, but definitely it was at a peak. Of, One of its peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah Crazy yeah. time. Like Yeah. That's probably when Tony Hawk's – Pro skater might have just been about to come out. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah, ninety-five ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty. Yeah, yeah. See, it was all was all happening. <laughs> and so you used to find out about these skate like skate exhibitions and stuff just by 
posters up on the walls? Is that the? I, I think we'll talk. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I think that's all it would have been. Like you'd go to level two at the at the skate park, and they probably would have had a poster behind the shop thing. Yep. And just saying this this you exhibition. You just assume that they're going to go to Narara because it's. You know, that was the after party spot kind of thing, or before you'd be like, you'd have oh, to right, take a okay. punt and because we'd all be on train, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no like driving, and um, yeah, like they're probably going to go to Narara on their way to Tugra, yeah, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then I remember one of them, mate, it was probably Vallely, um, Mike Vallely, and I think Steve Cavallero, and I can't remember, it, like Josh Kalis, and there was a few, um, but they did Tugra. And then they said, we're going to go check out this outdoor concrete park. So we all jumped on the train, got the train to Gosford. And it's a probably a, what, like a, four, probably a 15, 20 minute yeah. skate from, oh, okay. yeah, from yeah. Gosford Station to the skate park. And yeah. there was probably 200 kids on skateboards banging down <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah, hill to, yeah, and yeah. running to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, like, that's pretty. And crazy. they did end up there? Yeah. That's fucking yeah, wild. Yeah. And they, you know, they throw boards out and, yeah. like, yeah, I think I think I bought a set of wheels off Steve Berra. Yeah, and just cause. Yeah, yeah. he would have got them for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> a couple of bucks for weed. No, it's not Steve Berra. It's another one. I always get these. Two. Fred Gall. Okay. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. You want to throw another song at me? Yeah. So the second one um, was I when I did do a little bit of drum, like started drumming at home. Yeah. Because I had a room downstairs where a drum kit was just set up. Um, I probably went into, I'm guessing, Brashes at Gosford. Okay. And yeah, bought yeah. Um, the only No Effects CD they had in there. Yeah. Which people ask me now, what's my favourite No Effects album? And I tell them this one and they're like, that's a weird one to say. Yeah. Because um, I heard they suck live. It's a live album. Yeah. And um, But yeah, I used to play this from start to finish and then just start it again. I could do it. Like, I could tell you word for word what they say. All the in between bands. In between, up. yeah, yeah. So, like... I think I'm going to put it out there and say that would have that would have been definitely almost certainly one of my first no effects purchases. Really? Not the first thing I heard. Yeah. But one of my first no effects purchases and it was amazing. It's an amazing kickoff point. Yeah. Because whilst that like, you know, I find out in later years, mm. that was recorded across and I think it even says in the booklet yeah, like three or four shows or something. Three shows, yeah. 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 Recorded across three shows. Yeah. If you didn't know, you just think it was one big seamless show. Yeah. But that like it's edited like in mix uh, not mix, sorry, it's edited exactly how a no effect show would be. Yeah. There's just shit talking. The banter. There, yeah, there's mistakes. <laughs> Give me beer. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. there's crowd interaction. It's not like it's not really it's a weird and traditional sense of yeah, it's just an it's an odd it's an odd live album. Yeah. Because it's not just, hey, here's a song and then here's another song. Yeah. yeah. But it's a, but it's also it's a fantastic representation of their discography up to For sure. Punk and Drubbly. Yeah. So And Blink did the same thing a couple of years later with <laughs> Yeah. Like it's pretty much the same, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are we gonna go with then? Well, I I I thought pretty hard about this, but this one in like the Smelly's drumming is Next level. Next level, and I, I tried to like that. I guess that's who I tried to emulate. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I um, uh, thought Bob would be the the one that like. You there know, you go. Yeah, yeah, because it was a fun one to play, and yes, yeah, and we now play it with old music, old music for old people. So let's suss it out then. <laughs> 
Getting a load of 15 years to his liver exploding. Now it's Bob gonna do now that he can't drink. The doctor said, What you been thinking about? Bob said, That's the point. I want to think about a thing. Now I gotta do something else. Oh, oh, oh. Pass the time, I'm so ashamed. And he got a new one, and I did. 62 all back to shit boots. A good riding scooter to take him out of town. They would get away. Riding around as the trucks drive by. Motherfuckers go punk Vocal intro, I don't know what, how you put it. Like, I guess the, it's almost like a vocal check of, like, the backing vocals when they start off with the he. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just ingrained. Yeah. Like, I can't think of, you know, we do it a different way with old music. Yeah. But if you're a talented singer, yeah. you know, and that's part of what you do, then that's the way to oh. do it. Yeah. But so. imagine, imagine that band without El Jefe. Like, oh, dude. That, those two just... Yeah, they t- completely different personalities. Yeah, but they're just like perfect together in that. Yep. You know. Yeah, El Jefe really brought, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely brought something yeah. to the band. And, and saying that, Ribbed is a fucking great album. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But El Jefe brought this level. Oh, just another d- dynamic and another totally palette of like a bunch of sounds <laughs> and stuff that he can work with yeah. to um, yeah, create the fucking magic that yeah. is. Yeah. See, so okay. That was the that was the album you would drum start to finish. Yeah. Let's go back a step. Mm. What your dad's a drummer. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about it in a minute because you're the you're a third generation drummer. Yeah. So drums is obviously well and truly in the bloodline. Yeah. What? Um, why didn't? Like, what? What do you think it was that you didn't pick up straight away? And then what was it about drums that got you there? Um. They were just there. I could do it. Yeah. Like I did. I remember doing Ghostbusters in my year three talent quest. Wow. Um, Dad drove me like a, and he helped me set them up and. Yeah. And. Um, so just know. you, someone put the record or the, the tape on, yeah, or put the tape on and played along. Yeah. 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 And. Um, what kit? What kind of kit were you using? Dad's Pearl Export. So like a full size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's weird to think of. Like, I don't know how. Are you like eight? And you, Thereabouts. Yeah. You're not big. No. Nah. <laughs> You're not big. Um, but I don't know. I didn't. I just. I wasn't that fussed on it. Like it's just. Yeah. And then um, I guess in high school, 
there was other guys that were starting to play guitar and yeah, we, you know, we had the same bands that we liked and they'd want to do stuff and there was probably no one else that played drums. Yeah. So I just sort of do By it necessity. Yeah. Yeah. Do a few little things at school and um, sort of did a band at after school that, you know, did a talent quest or something. Okay. Not talent quest, um, battle of the bands. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sort of wasn't my thing. It was more... I meant like incubacy. Okay. I guess. Do you still know the dudes? Yeah, 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 cool. A couple of them, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Yeah, Um, But, um, yeah, like we, I remember drumming with a few people that you know. Yeah, okay. Gorf and... Oh, yeah, yeah, And, um, yeah. Shout out Gorf. What's going on? Gorf gets a couple of mentions, I'm sure. Good, good. uh, I guess a good point to bring up is I'm a lazy, um, I don't go and find music. Okay. Yeah. I yep. never have. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I always have de- re- like relied on people going, "How good's this?" Fr- just this. putting it in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, except for the skate videos. Okay. Because four on one was like always had a good soundtrack to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Always had well different styles, but heaps of punk music and yeah. Um, and yeah, then um, I think it was Powell. I don't think they were Pal Parada, but just Pal. Just Pal, yeah, yeah. Brought out Scenic Drive. Okay. And I think it was Jamie Fortune um, section, which I wasn't even like that big a fan of the section, but the song was Showdown by Propagandy. Right. And um, that ignited a whole new thing when I heard Propagandy. Right. So that's it. So that's where you first heard Propagandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because for me, like, uh, sorry, not for me, but like, Fat music for yeah for a lot of people it's the fat comps yeah D- did yeah. did you know about fat records or um, was this yeah. like a yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably did and I might maybe I maybe even have had heard the song but yeah was like oh that's awesome but the but showdown was like the where he's you know they got the two voices yeah 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 how powerful his voice is in oh because it was yeah it was uh John it was, K Sampson yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, okay um, I just thought those two together were. I don't know. Yeah, it's that something special. That was my favourite. I know that um, yourself, you're more of a... And a lot of people did turn... Like, Propagandy definitely got heavier, eh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking, like, I like it. Yeah. I do really like this. But the first two albums for me were the ones that... There's... You know. So, this podcast, this other podcast I listen to, um, run by a bunch of guys who... Are, well entrenched in hardcore, like yep. hardcore specific, like they all live in uh, New York and stuff. Mm. They did an episode just recently on fat uh, on Epitaph, but somehow oh they did it on Epitaph mm. records and they had this what they call a deep dive into Epitaph records and stuff. And they talk about propaganda, and two out of three of the guys on the podcast were like, yeah, never got into them yeah. because they heard what they call the quote unquote goofy shit. Oh. Which was Scar Sucks and that first album and the the kind of zaniness yeah, of the first album yeah, and yeah. um and they were just like yeah so we never got into it yeah right and yes it is a completely different band when John leaves yeah. and Rod uh, sorry Todd comes and plays bass yeah yeah but like they to me they're one of those bands that just I don't know like just it's not fair to say they got better. Because that dismisses earlier stuff. Yeah. But they definitely, the standard, the quality of stuff is still there. It yeah. just went in a heavier direction. Yeah. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah. 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 I, Which, I love them. Like, yeah. I, 
I just I, they're one of those bands if you can talk about like to anybody and and go into a depth like in yeah. depth conversation about because of yeah how the hell do they write those songs dude how do you write a song without a chorus yeah and still make it uh, fucking memorable <laughs> I don't know yeah, yeah it's got me yeah see but yeah saying that I think Showdown's got a chorus maybe it doesn't but it's it's got a cor- I think it's got a chorusy guitar bit. I was right behind you. Yeah, but that's just like a, it's even that's still a yeah. It's not really a chorus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a it's a bit. Yeah, it's just a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it, I definitely remember, and we I think I covered it with Gorf and those guys, and yeah, right. You know, what was that being called? Oh, good, probably had no name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is the this was the um, the Battle of the Bands band. Yeah. No. 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 And I completely forgot about um. Yeah, it was probably around that time when I started playing in a band called Feeble Excuse. Okay. With um, with a couple of guys that um, from the coast that, yeah, it was like probably, it was a hardcore band. It was Yeah. It was heavy. I remember, yeah, getting told they were one of the first Central Coast hardcore bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just didn't. I, I was hot rod and, yeah, another, another yeah, guy. Yep. And, um, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like the music. Yeah. But, I, but you were just a drummer, yeah, and it was fast, and yeah, we were doing gigs like you know, where I had to get snuck in or get a parent, like. So you're actually playing, yeah, you were playing. There were venues up here, the Beachy, right? I remember playing gigs at the Beachy. I was okay. fourteen, and um, somebody gave me a beer. Was it just like yeah. a? Was it like a locals, like a bunch of local bands playing, or were you? Yeah, there's probably you know hundred people came to the show. And yeah, right. Yeah, Ram Raid would have been like, but headlining. it wasn't like a support. Yeah, you weren't supporting like a touring band or something. Oh, actually, we supported Gilgamesh there. Okay. When I was fourteen, yeah. They're kind of touring because yeah, they're at the from time Sydney. They were yeah, big, yeah, big name. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I didn't. I had no interest in playing that music. Yeah, well. Um, but apparently, there tapes. There are tapes getting around. People like like it that you recorded on. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I I would like to get my hands on it if, if anyone's got one. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Hoddy yeah. should. Hoddy, you'd have to think we'll have one. Yeah, I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy who would. He should hold on to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dave Banning knows where one, one is. or two might be, but um, I don't know. It's it just seems impossible. And funnily enough, a little like trinket of yeah. extra information. Daz from Kiss Chasey's first band was called Feeble Excuse as well. That's bizarre. This was grunge. Fair enough. Yeah. As as most bands are. When yeah, that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So the showdown propaganda. Yeah, that's um, probably what I'll go with my. Third choice. Yep. Sick. Yeah. As um a third? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a song that definitely changed changed the, proje- the way trajectory I at music and stuff. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Spoken mind so clearly has some fundamental rights in parent not as parts but men. I do not require a gauge for freedoms of speech, cause I never asked to be a set aside. Never have and never will pledge allegiance.
with the greenest eyes The first time you have kissed Our quiet softest sighs Song for all of those who shot and missed Welcome to this world in good identity For day dad to pacify Generously bestowed my rights and privilege replete with arbitrary values been ascribed Nothing I can tell you, there's nothing I can say Stomach conversations sent to thought Completely free and liberty guaranteed Unless cause you to sad I'm not But I'ma be resigned to Those who see through the lies Are quickly gagged and bound Ambition realized Tear the whole fucking thing down I was right behind you So the showdown, what a fucking jam. John it's K. Yeah. Sampson, Chris Hanna. That's a good time. Prolific duo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty timeless. Yeah, absolutely. The production never kind of stood up, but it is what it is. Yeah. Like the that, that it's, second, um, Let's Talk More Rock. I know that I think you've told me it was just maybe an accident they got that bass sound, but I remember thinking that bass sound is amazing. It's not it's not that good. Yeah. I don't oh, know. I like, it. Yeah, I, I love mean it. it's it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But as a bass goes, it's not that good. It sounds like someone's playing like electrical wires. Like yeah. it's so big it's, and loose. And yeah, yeah. yeah it's know. a weird sound. And like I guess in my in my mind You're a bass player, sir. So. But like but even saying that, like <laughs> yeah. it was never replicated. Yeah. So it mustn't have been that good. Yeah. Like right, yeah. but or maybe it was just like, well, we can't do that again. Yeah. Cause it is so toppy and just yeah, yeah. Especially in um, I was about to, yeah, yeah. The, uh, is it the only dead? The only good fascist yeah. is a dead fascist. Like you just hear that and go, well, what made you write this song? Yeah, yeah. That probably that bass sound. Well, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> watch what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So a feeble excuse. What was the scar band you then played in? Um, oh, I'll put you on scandal. the scandal. The scandal. Yeah. Who, who, who was after Feeble Excuse? Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And that had a more Op Ivy edge to it. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, until you just said that, I would never have put that together. Yeah, right. That, okay. But I had no in, writing influence in that. I, Their drummer left or something. Yeah, was no or longer Or they there. never had a drummer that was like... A full-timer. Yeah, and yeah. I came in and they had an EP or something of five songs. And Yeah, right. And I just 
did a couple of shows with them, which I'd completely forgotten about, actually. Okay. Yeah. And it was spelled S-K-A. Yeah, of course. Because it's what you do (laughs) when you play that kind of music. Incorporate it any way you can. Yeah. So were you ever playing, like, pre the band you'd be most well-known for playing, which we'll obviously get into in a second. On Fop, yeah. On Fop, (laughs) yeah. Through being cool. Um, (laughs) The... Like, what's the? Were you guys ever playing in Sydney? Like, was that ever a thing? Like, mm. was it? Ever, was there ever an option? Or what were you like besides playing the beachy? Like, so again, for me coming up, it was a lot of backyard parties. Yeah. It, did you? Was that a culture up on the coast? Or yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. And um, playing, we played at like, uh, what's the one at Alexandria? Iron Duke. Iron Duke. Yeah, yeah. I think the scandal played there and. Stuff like that, but not much. But backyard parties were the thing, yeah. definitely. And like, you know, the so, fire. And so a Sydney like, gig was like few and far between. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially when you've got no license and no one to drive you. Yeah. Yeah. Makes things difficult. It does, yeah, yeah. But um. But you were the youngest in that band. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sick. Um, but yeah, I think maybe before that with um, Feeble Excuse, it would have been, we always would have played with Ram Raid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Luke Meany was the drummer, so he'd drive and I could use his kit and You're convenient. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's how you did it. Yeah. Otherwise you just wouldn't play. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe at school. I remember promising my um music teacher that I'd stay on to year twelve so she'd let me use the drum kit at lunchtime. Okay. And then I just left because I was gonna leave in year ten anyway. Yeah, right. But, um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um look where that got me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, got <laughs> but, uh, you here and now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sick. Um <laughs> So, what was the tra- – how long did the scandal last for? Oh, not long. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like within a year. And yeah. you just fell into that. Did you ever – did you ever get to a point where you started a band out of out of nothing kind of thing? Or did you – and without, sound like a, without sounding rude, was the alternative you just kind of fell into bands because you're a hired gun uh, kind of thing and, and the, best, the best in town, quote unquote? No, I would – I'd – I've never really thought of it, you know, but the, I I can't think of any band that I've just gone, let's start this from scratch. From scratch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, even like with Numbers, there was someone before and they were an old band before called Melak. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I've always just kind of – but that's, again, probably going in with my lazy nature. Yeah, like just stumbling oh, yeah, into it. I'll yeah. just wait for a – <laughs> for oh, an sweet. opening, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, what were you doing? What was the band directly before Numbers? That was that one I said before. That was like the we did a battle of the bands. I couldn't even. Yeah, right. I think we were called Amoeba. Okay. Yeah, we're Amoeba definitely because that spun me out when we went to Amoeba Records. Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the other yeah. Day. Um, the other day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's weird. It, it was. was two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That sort of we did like that, and there was nothing really going on. Um, and I went – so I guess a good – yeah. Um, I remember ar- around the time all my other mates were getting into dance music. Okay. Heavily. Yeah. And all the stuff that goes along with that. Yep. And, the you know, the partying and um, that was hard to avoid around here. Yeah. Before you go on, yeah. I, that's it's really weird you say that because this would have been late 90s, early 2000s, Yeah. Yeah, like 99, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. So like a big thing in Sydney, I remember, and again, at 99 I was turning 18, Mm. a big thing in Sydney I remember, which obviously wasn't unique to Sydney because it was happening on the coast as well that Mm. I wasn't a part of, but like, yeah, a lot of punk rock kids started 
doing ecstasy. Yeah. Started going to raves and yeah. and all that and all the shit that went along with it. Yeah. And not to say shit is in it's a bad thing, but just yeah. like the stuff that went along with it. Yeah. So that's what was happening up here as well. People just kind of oh hugely yeah yeah, yeah and okay. um I think yeah I remember driving to work with a guy and he gave um he put on the prodigy okay fat of the land yeah yeah and um I remember going like. No, I don't like Doof. What's why do I like this? Like, oh, so you did like, like it, but but I loved that album yeah. because I was like, this is a bridge between yeah punk, punk music and absolutely Doof, it is. you know. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. And that sort of, you know, I'm not going to blame that for getting into Doof, but I got into a, I, I dipped my toes into the Doof scene yeah for a while there. Never like my mates are still heavily into heavily it. into it, but yeah. I never kind of got that. Like I just kind of liked a couple of. I liked Ajax, you know, and yeah. like he was I always say it's probably like not right at all, but I say that like when Ajax died, like all the shit DJs came out. Okay, like yeah, he right. was like he was a master of what he did. Yeah, he passed away, and then all of these like it changed. Like I don't know, it became a real trendy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and a weird thing, and that was like he he's no longer here. It's like a a weird. I don't know. A weird, um, like a free-for-all for everyone free that for all the, yeah, the guys his that, sport. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was really um, a strange and – but I, I, like I say, I'm not really that into it. So it's not – Yeah. I can't really comment on stuff I don't know about. But That's fair enough. Hey, it doesn't matter. You can, you can comment as much as you yeah. want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of friends are getting into dance music and, more, and electronic yeah. music. Yeah. But you kind of held back? Nah. Or? No, I, I was definitely doing it. And, okay. But – and that's that, if you wanted to go out on the coast, that's – what you go and see, there was no, yeah, right, nothing really happening band wise, yeah, at the time. Um, the occasional friends will might play at Froggies, that's, yep. but that's going back earlier, so there wasn't much happening, yeah. That. Um, but again, my mate Gorf, um, one night said, Let's go up to Newcastle and see the Ataris and a band called One Dollar Short, and uh, can I prompt the next song or is it too early for that? Nah, dude, lay yeah, it on yeah. me. So before you go yeah, on, yeah. Um, was this on the MX Atari's MXPX one dollar short? I don't remember MXPX. I remember uh, Atari's and no, it was. I think it was a different. It was just an Atari show. Okay, right. It was at SJ's. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. I knew Trent yeah. because my dad and Trent's dad played in bands together, which is wild. Yeah, yeah, and, and the shop obviously Trent's. He's got some music where the deals are hot and so are the stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I knew Trent, but um, I'd never seen. Michael Smith, yeah, on drums, oh. and that like changed things. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he was just. I still like supports this day. He was as good or better than any of the U.S. drummers coming yeah, through. Yeah, 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 anyone I'd ever seen. Absolutely. And, um, people would say, "No, he can't be better than you know Smelly because he's he's been a drummer for twenty years or something." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, but watch what he does." Yeah, <laughs> sit and, down. Um, yeah, have a look. Yeah, so that was a big, and I was like, "Hang on." I think talking to them later, they were like, oh, we're playing here, then we're going up to the Gold Coast and then we're going to Melbourne and then we're going to the here and then we're recording and then we're going to do Home Bake. Yep, yep. And that's when something clicked in my head and I went, all I've got to do <laughs> is find some more guys that are keen. Yeah. And we could do that instead of going to the club and, yeah, you know, going to Central Coast Leagues Club, yep. Key Largo, Central Coast Leagues Club, Key Largo. Yeah. That's that was the like okay I can do that. And, See, um, yeah. So it would have been 
I think probably, yeah. The first time I heard him was on the way to the snow with Gorf. Yeah. In his dad's car. Like poor old Stephen Errol would have been listening to just our shit all the way to yeah. Jindabyne. But um, yeah, that I heard uh, Board Game, that EP. Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. And um, that was where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this. Like, this is That's so good. Yeah. So what song are we going to go with? Uh, well, I may as well go Board Game. Cool. Yeah, Sick. Because that was the one that kind of, yeah. And it's got to be off the EP. Yeah, not not the re-recorded version. <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's check it out. Okay. So you like seeing them in Newcastle? Yeah. You, were they on your radar at all previously, or it was a new like? Here's this band. Like, no, I knew who they were. Okay. And I, I think I'd probably heard the EP from the start in the week of the show or something. Oh, the the board like, game single. Yeah, or the, the board game. Okay, single. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then um, Golf was like, oh, they're playing. You know, I can't. I, who knows? They could be. It could be a year in between. But in my mind, it's. Relatively know, quick. Relatively close where I heard them and went, oh, they're playing. No idea who the Ataris were. Yeah. Didn't care. <laughs> like, that was not why I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
And yeah, went and saw them. Loved it. Like probably moshed. Yeah. It's probably down the front. Like, yep. you know. Probably going. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, my, so I was there with Gorf and I bumped into my mate Buddha there and he went, um, oh, aren't you, oh, hang on a sec, you're a drummer, aren't you? And I went, oh, like I can drum, you know, a bit. And he goes, oh, these guys are looking for a drummer. And it was Lachlan Scott and Jake Grigg. Wow. From like Melac at the time. Yeah. And I got introduced to them. Trent was Trent had played and was having a beer and was like, oh, yeah, didn't even think of that. You should just get him and pointed to me. And then we had a chat, hooked up for a rehearsal. Uh, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd call it a, um audition. It was more of a let's have a jam. Yeah, so what happens, yeah. And, um, yeah, that day at that rehearsal, we changed it from Elac to Sunday with Numbers and I joined and that was it, yeah. Wow. So that was from that show with the ODS. That's where it all started. Yeah, yeah. And the original Sunday with Numbers lineup, were you a four-piece to start off with or you were a five-piece from the get-go? That, like the lineup that was us was yeah. in that rehearsal in that room that day. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so Scott Chapman had, had only recently joined. Yeah. I'd say like, you know, within the year. Yeah, okay. And um, yeah. And where was their old drummer? You don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think they might have. I think he maybe was Part like. ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't ever met him. Okay. But um, I think he was not that keen and then they yeah. just said, you know. Yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah. Um, and I think. Maybe we did one show. Our first ever show, which is a banger, yeah, was something with numbers. Seraph's Cole, irrelevant, one dollar short. That was the lineup. Was that at um, level one? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember that. I think they did a show in the Arvo, and and we did the night. Or yeah, 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 vice versa. Yeah, okay. But yeah, that was like looking back. That was a hell of a lineup. To yeah, yeah, absolutely, it was. Yeah, Dan Smith. Ah, Dan Jones on drums. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Killing yeah. It. I know. I was like, "Whoa!" But <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we went first. <laughs> yeah, because yes. that opened up and irrelevant was so, of course, hectic live. Like, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's yeah. red hot. Yeah. That's red hot. So, look, numbers. Where do you even go with like? Tell us where. I guess you know. So you've you've the bands formed. Yeah. You start playing. You've done a whole bunch of shit that just blows my mind. Considering it was. Your first, I mean, not to say it's your first proper band, but yeah. your first band that kind of did stuff. Yeah, no, it was for sure. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did that all, was it luck? I mean, the songs were there. In my opinion, the songs were there. Yeah. But, you know, do you think it was a bit of right place, right time? Like, what What do you think? I, I think it was at, oh, 85% at the time, $1 short. Yeah. Like, said, come with us. Yeah. And we went straight on tour. Like, within... Within four months of being a our lineup, yeah, we were on tour up the east coast of Australia. Jesus, yeah, and like I hadn't been any other venues or whatever, and and seen like you know someone with a a tech like okay a drum, a drum tech yeah that, you know and a a roadie that a merch person yeah, yeah yeah like they just went this is how you do it yeah come with us and it was like like. It wouldn't have happened at all without that. Yeah, right. Like not a chance in – it would have just – I think it would have just been another band that I was in that yep. played around the coast and then, you know, 
disappeared. Do, like, I don't know. How do you know that stuff? It was weird. They just yeah. we just went on this tour. I think we did two or three tours with them and did random shows around the country with them. Yeah. And then we just started doing our own. Yeah. And that's wild. It was crazy, but there was that sort of. I don't know. There was that period where, like, because we. So the EP was two thousand and one. Okay. Etiquette was two thousand and three. Was the EP self released? Or was Below that through? Par. That was through Below Park. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we paid for it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> but it was put out. And Joe put his logo on it. Yeah, yeah cool. Cheers. But um, so I, for reference, for anyone who hasn't, for anyone who doesn't know, mm. I'll, I'll preface it with this: um, Jai, Jai um, was a previous guest on the podcast mm. who had, who has probably one of the top three longest podcasts I've done. It's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, go back it. and listen to that because yeah. he's done some fucking oh. ridiculous things, <laughs> ridiculous things. <laughs> but one of the first things he did was start Below Par Records. Yeah. Were you one of the first? If not, you would have been one of the first two bands to yeah. be signed. Yeah. You and Kiss Chasey, I'm going to, or FAO um, or? FAO was sort of before us. Okay. And he was doing a little bit of stuff with Underside, I think, from Melbourne. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, then we came along and then I think I think Jake maybe put Jai on to Kiss Chasey. Okay. And um, they obviously blew up. Yeah. And helped us then, you know. Yeah, like right. That helped okay. us help yeah. Jai to help us do stuff. Yeah, cool. For sure, we piggybacked on them. Yeah, definitely. You know. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. I guess. Yeah, it's weird. You don't think of that stuff, but talking about it, I realised that um, there was definitely. I mean, we knew that Odie, One Dollar Short helped us massively. Trent. Yeah. Would leave home, but I mean, they left Homebake Festival to come and help us record our first EP. Wow. Like they played and instead of hanging out backstage. Yeah. They came and did that. Like I wouldn't. I can't imagine myself doing that. No. You know. I can imagine just like, well, nowadays playing a show and going, bed sounds attractive now. Oh. <laughs> Go on to bed, get yeah. some sleep. But yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah, like just back in the, like I'd like to pretend that, yeah. oh yeah, I'd go and do that. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'd leave yeah. a festival with all the beer. and Free beers. Yeah. You whatever. Know, I'll go and sit in a studio and help this yeah. band we don't really know. Yeah. Do an EP that's probably going to be shit. Yeah. Might not be great. <laughs> it's probably yeah. going to be. Exactly like a copy of our <laughs> yeah. music, which it pretty much was. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, they they did massive. Like, yeah, I don't know how how it would have gone without that era. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That that sparked, you know, like I don't I can't say the same for the other bands, but like we had on the coast we had after the fall that were Dude. You know, yeah. killing it and everyone was just on tour, always like Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty amazing time, like yeah. because you had like three or four bands who were who could easily go tour themselves, you know, at different like kind of venue size and that kind of thing, but would go tour constantly. Yeah, being um, in the grey. Yeah, after four, something numbers one dollar short. Yeah, you know, and that that was it's weird because that was like a bunch of bands from the same area who almost you know not not to put shit on, but mm. like were the you're in the the center of that whole three name band yeah, totally, yeah, wave yeah, kind yeah, of thing of yeah. you know bands around the early 2000s. Yeah. So, yeah, and all the younger bands had three name. Yeah, like We Are Grace, and there was they all of, just roll with that yeah, concept. It was, it yeah, it's weird. Like you didn't. Yeah, but there were heaps. There were so many bands playing around, and yeah, like it's it just I guess it's just the evolution of if one like someone picks something cool that works, like with the scandal. Yeah. You're a ska band, yeah. you incorporate the word ska <laughs> into your thing. It's genius. Yeah, it? like, yeah. and you know, you'd have, be, you know, eventually there'd be the the yeah. bands, the strokes, the hives, yeah. the vines, all that kind of shit. 
that sums. kind of word. Yeah. yeah, the sums. That's right. Yeah, um, you know, three band, three name band thing for yeah. amusement only. Yeah, you know. Oh, there's there's no no reasons why. Yeah, yeah, there's bucket loads of them. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. That but that time was amazing. Like I remember. So this is probably two thousand and four, two thousand and five. You know, and yeah, like. Um, I joke about it because there was like, do you remember Deck Bar in Terrigal? Like it yep. was a really swanky, yep. you know, drinks for like $9 each yep. at a time. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. But he'd have a line of people out the door. Like even if the club was half empty, he'd have people lined up just to make it look like. It was the place was to be. the place to be. Yeah. And here we were sitting in there with no money, <laughs> drinking drinks for free and talking to, like dressed, you know, we all had lip rings and yep. the Tom DeLong fringe and yep. shit clothes that were just. What not washed and but just free like sponsored like yeah. someone gave you free clothes yeah and it was like yeah. he liked that having that element in there just a, just a few of us not too many yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah I yeah. remember that like and Rick obviously would let us in and yep. he'd be pouring drinks just it was just I don't know it was bananas yeah we like it was like we owned the place but I guess again like when you're in your early twenties. You feel like you do. Yeah. You're pretty invincible. And so, th- and this is around the time we started living together. It is. Which yeah. is wild. Yeah. 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 That was a, another. How's your mum the other day? <laughs> She's like, that, oh, that place was disgusting. She, it was awful. When she, <laughs> the first time she ever came over, I think she was the one that cottoned on to the fact we were washing our dishes with floor cleaner. Yeah, right. Or something fucking wild. And she's like, we need to wash everything. Yeah. Like, we need to go buy yeah. soap. And yeah. then wash. I don't know why the fuck we're washing stuff with floor cleaner. That's just what was it's there. It's just what was there, yeah. yeah. At least and we were so, washing. Oh, it's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. At least we were washing. Yeah, so. that was a hectic place. So, yeah. again, when like so when we started living together, mm. numbers were, you know, in my mind, a big enough. Well, they were a big enough band that you guys. One of the earliest, one of the big memories I have, not earliest, but one of the big memories I have with someone numbers is, um, I was quote unquote tech for you yep. because Buddha was sick. Yeah. Um, for Livid Festival. Livid, yeah, I knew you were going to say like that. 2004, yeah. three? No, it wouldn't have been three. Yeah. Four or five maybe? Four or five. Yeah. yeah. Um, four. Yeah. And it was the wildest thing because you guys, it was like, to, to use a really, really bad analogy, it was like, um, oh, actually I won't use analogy, but like it was just wild because like you guys had to go on first. Yeah. They were a strict curfew because it's a, you know, strict times because it's a festival. Yeah. And I remember watching you guys going, there's no one in the Horden Pavilion. We're playing the Horden. Yeah. There's no one here. The doors haven't opened. But we have to start. <laughs> it was, and then yeah. the doors burst open. Like yeah. two, like you know, a song and a half in or whatever. Yeah. Doors burst open and people were fucking just bolting. Yeah. Like, I, I remember like that you girl. Were, like the first person in yeah. had like pigtails, braces and a big backpack. Just And she was like running sideways like... On a, on a tilted on her side because she was going so fast trying to get into the front. <laughs> yeah. And, we were like, and then they all followed and it turned yeah. into one of the best gigs ever. And by yeah. like four or five songs in, yeah. the place was fucking packed. Yeah. I like, feel like it was Darren Hawthorne probably doing the stage managing saying, like, you yeah. will fucking start now. This is starting. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care when yeah. or what you do. Yep. But you're starting now and you're finishing in 25 minutes yep. and whatever. And you got to like, make it happen. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that was that was that was a massive eye opener for me because it was like, no, no, this is this is bigger than the Central Coast. Yeah. Like this this band is, you know, obviously you're touring a lot and that kind of thing, but this is bigger yeah. than what's you know, you're you're more popular 
you're sorry, you're popular more than just the Central Coast, and people in Sydney love it. And it was yeah, it was just yeah. a wild kind of trajectory. I don't know. I think we always um, we always from start to finish thought that we weren't very popular. Like weren't? No, weren't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, people told us no, but you're doing this and you're doing that. And we're like, but no, no, we're not. Like, yeah, I don't know. We always had a pessimistic way of looking yeah. at our yeah. It's Do you think it's because you you were you know you were sitting on the shoulders of one dollar short, yeah. Who were also you were joined by after the fall who were kind of, I feel like after the fall kind of got the same, not receptions not the right word I want to say but the same kind of leg up mm. that you guys got like mm. ODS went yep yeah, you're gonna come with us yeah for sure we're gonna yeah. like I remember, I'm sure uh, would have been rage when one dollar short guested it yeah, someone in the band was wearing an after the fall shirt like they yeah. were really cool with the fact that they were like. We're here to prompt our mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's wearing an after the fall shirt. Someone's wearing a last nerve shirt. Yeah. Like it was that kind of, yeah. you know. And they definitely, um, they hit it big with um, Mirror Mirror. That definitely helped, yeah. And that was like a good clip and a good song. Catchy as fuck. When Channel V was, yeah, you know. In its prime in of its playing prime music, yeah. And, um, yeah, that was, so they definitely, I remember because we were in between etiquette and perfect distraction yep and we were definitely there was definitely a period there where we were just going to give up because it was wasn't really yeah right yeah like we were like uh should we bother doing another album probably not wow and um um denard and went back and forth and and um and then yeah like around that time they were blowing up and it probably influenced us to to keep going well okay yeah i don't know without knowing that really at the time i guess yeah okay. yeah that was sort of yeah, I remember they were killing it. Like, I think they had watch sponsors and yeah, all sorts of gear. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, people used to throw shit at you. And yeah, you just take it. Yeah, but yeah, that was cool. That um, that Channel V time when yeah, uh, they'd put on shows and film clips were important. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like it wasn't as big. Not, not not that Triple J wasn't as big, but Triple J is the only thing now. If you're a young man, like, well, not only thing, but yeah, it's, it's the only it, yeah I know what you're saying. It's, di- um, it's probably very different in the hardcore sort of scene and stuff because they they don't really rely on Triple J. Yeah, but yeah, um, for the I guess we were uh, we were, and it's funny <laughs> we from the inside thought that we sounded like the Juliana Theory yeah slash Save Today okay and like we thought emo was a completely different thing a bad word so yeah okay like, yeah, yeah and, and um. But we didn't sound like those. Like we sounded like an emo band. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And um, I don't know. Like for us, when you know, we never got any Triple J play or anything. Yeah. And um, it wasn't that big a deal because it wasn't like it is now. Like now, it's oh, your band's on Triple J. You're yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's still now that I'm 38, and someone will be like, oh, you're in um some band. Like haven't heard of them, but someone said it's yeah had some success. What yeah. did you do? I go. Big day out there, like oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, um, we did such and such. Don't know what that is. Yeah. Soundwave. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. We had number forty-eight in the hottest one hundred. Oh, fuck. Like which that's cool. You which know, that's to me is like thing. one of the biggest fucking injustices. <laughs> Apple of the eye should have been like it should have been one. Let's let's be real. I don't know. You yeah. know what you're up against that year. I've got no idea. It was a pretty hectic. It year. was a it was a stat. I'm sure <laughs> you said Silverchair was in there. 
Yeah, it was the one silver chair where they came second and Muse came first. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But look, oh, I'm I just happy we we're in there. Like, yeah, it's got, fucking amazing. We got told beforehand, like that you're in it. Yeah. Can you do an interview? And we were like, so we knew the day before we were in. Okay. But when it got to like 90, 80, 70, I thought... It just kept on going, yeah, I right. maybe they were fucking with us. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe you, you were in like 101 to 200 the next weekend. Yeah. Because yeah. we were, pe- like like I said, we were pessimists. And yeah. we thought, nah, we're not going that good. Like, And wow. then they said that and I was like, they're, they're definitely fucking with us. Like that's just a cruel trick because they don't like us or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nah. So, big day out. Oh, like, if you if you're old enough, you would remember the big day. It was like mm. the the festival, the touring yeah. festival in Australia. Yeah. You know, it started off small and then became this monstrous touring thing yeah, it was that was major. It yeah. was yeah, it was like everybody who's anybody who kind of it was the festival to yeah. go to. Yeah. Um, and you guys, you guys on the ba- on the back of a song. Yeah. Get put on the small stage at some weird ass time in the afternoon. Yeah. But then blow everybody away. <laughs> and then the next year you get invited back to do the whole festival. Yeah. Which is fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was only thinking about when we, um, when you talked about doing this, I thought like I went and we went, we just went and saw Rancid in yes. Vegas like two weeks ago. Yep. Um, remember when we saw Rancid two weeks ago? <laughs> Fuck yeah. It was good. I remember most of it. <laughs> um, I. So I went and saw Rancid at the Big Day Out in two thousand uh, in nineteen ninety six. Yep. And Rage Against the Machine headlined. Yep. And I remember Rancid. That's the only two things I remember. Although Custard played before Rancid. Okay. And now I know Custard because Bluey. I watch Bluey with my yep. kids. But um. Yep. I um, I just remember being up in the grandstands and that, and Rage played, Killing in the Name of. And yep. the whole everyone at the festival went dropped what they were doing and ran into the stage like wow. And it was ridiculous. And we. Got to do the big day out when Rage headlined in 2008. Was that the year you were doing the tour? We did or the tour, yeah. Okay, so wow. I watched them five times, and um, that was pretty epic to think, like, yeah, you know, beyond that, full circle. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, that was that was that first one was amazing. That little yeah that little stage, and they had like one security guard there, and then I think they had. I was just underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, under yeah. underprepared, not underwhelmed. Uh, underprepared, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, world. Yeah, and there's like zero. Fo- there's one thing of footage on that on YouTube that is like because phones didn't have cameras. Yeah, uh, yeah, and no one had phones. Well, that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. People would have had, no, phones. They would have had phones, but they would, yeah, yeah they would have been wouldn't have rubbish. shit cameras. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was all those little um, Canon. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, point, point and shoots. shoots. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and someone got it, but it's awful footage, and <laughs> awful <laughs> I sound. Can, and I can imagine. Um, yeah, and then the one of us, the following one, which we got our hands on from YouTube, I was wearing my in-ear monitor because I had a click track for the for Apple. Yep, yeah, yeah. And um, I would just sort of I'd ta- put it up the back of my shirt and tape it to the back of my neck, and it yeah. was black, you know, just a cheap TDK thing. Yeah, and um, it went yeah. So the the footage was on Channel V, went national and everything, and um. I remember Jake's dad texted Jake and said, what's Dave doing wearing a G-string? And wow. I was, <laughs> okay. What? And then I saw the footage like months later and my shirt had, because I'm leaning forward, my shirt had ridden up. Yeah. And the black cord that comes down the back of my sh- back. Fantastic. Like a, yeah. So that, a G-banger. Probably the best 
clip I've got of myself playing. Doing something amazing. With any band or yeah. anything. Um, it looks like I'm wearing a black G-string. So That's so good. Check it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'll post the link. We're going to point and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us about like, tell us about Numbers proje- Trajectory. Like yeah. you did, you did three albums with the band and an EP? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And toured the US twice? Toured the US once. Okay. Where it was about 25, 26 shows in 30 days. Yeah. Um, that could be, uh, could, you'd have to, Lachlan Scott would know, the would know exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he does, he has one of those memories and, um. The second time was when we recorded our third album. Yep. And we did a couple of shows for South by Southwest. Okay. So it wasn't a tour as such, but we were there for three months recording and doing a couple of shows. And Wild. Yeah, yeah it was. And I've, I'd finished drums on day five. So. And you were in New York. For three months, yeah. Insane. So it, was in, it was really, they should have probably just sent me home. <laughs> Would have been it. cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how do you survive? How do you survive in New York? Like. Was there heaps of savings or was the band generating some kind uh, of income? I think by that time EMI had bought out... Below par? Below par. Okay. Um, it was still cheaper for us to do that than record in Sydney. That makes no sense at all, but yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, everything was paid for and we had a credit card for shopping, but we are only allowed to use that at <laughs> shopping, like <laughs> yeah. grocery stores. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't realise, they didn't think... <laughs> they sold they alcohol. sell beer in <laughs> grocery stores, so we were sorted. And um, we got twenty bucks a day each to, you Your know, PDs. to be able to go to a bar and wow. have a drink and stuff. Yeah, so that got a bit that got a bit full on and heck like wild. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, and it was a one and a half bedroom house for five five dudes, six because Jai was there most of the time. Oh like, right, oh, no, sorry, Jai. It wasn't Jai. It was usually one of Jake's mates. Okay, that just just crashing was like odd. Oh, Numbers are in New York. I'm going to talk Yeah, I got free accommodation. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. it happen. So that did get a bit heck. I can't believe we didn't kill each other, actually. Looking That's back. Right. And you had um, you had the Dapkins play on yeah, the second album. Yeah, but we were out doing a photo shoot when that happened. Oh, and we didn't see him. Bummer. Yeah, they, that was the only time they could do. And we came back and it was done. So Fuck. Yeah. It was, I think it was two or three of them. Okay. It wasn't the whole. Ensemble. It was just the horn section. I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, But um, yeah. That was I've forgotten about that too. Yeah, and the, yeah. we had the guy Dido's piano player. Okay. Do keys. There you so go. There you go. It's just the yeah. people you get when you're in yeah. New York. It's yeah. like I'm one step away from Eminem. Yes, you are. Where you want to grow? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, so That's cool. how I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> it's more. It's more than. It's sorry. Less than most of us. That's well, fucking yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see. So, is there any other memorable stories you want to tell us about your time with something numbers or any any other musical endeavors you've done? Not that they've been heaps because yeah. you've been blessed, well, quite unquite blessed enough to be doing something numbers for a long ass time. Yeah, I was in twelve years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was and you again, you did more th- like you did so many things with that your first band than people do in five bands kind of thing. Yeah, we got we we did. Someone said to me once we got lucky, and I was like offended by that, thinking yeah, like we deserved. Or everything we got but yeah it really like looking back now with like what you know a knowledge of stuff but we were so lucky like yeah things we got yeah we got to do so many things and absolutely um, but i remember saying um i remember touring with one dollar short and checky um the bass player said that enjoy this time because like this is what where you're at now is far better than where we're at 
Yeah, right. Where and it was, was like, more no. business. Yeah, I was like, that's bullshit. You guys get to stay in hotels. Yeah. Um, you know, you're making money, you're whatever, yeah. you're on telly and it's all like... You're flying. Yeah, like you it's know, all happening. Yeah. And um, he was so right. Like the best times were opening for... Yeah. Strung out at the Gaelic Club or opening for the Juliana Theory. Like, because you play and then you just hang out and watch yeah. bands and... It's off your like, shoulders now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like you get, you start doing headline shows and it's, you play and then they they kick everyone out. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, it was definitely awesome times when you were, when we were touring yep. as the opening. Yeah. Opener. yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess uh, the song. Yep. We go into the song. If, if you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when I met, like I became really good mates with Jake. Yep. Who was our singer in, you know, in numbers. And um, if anyone listening knows Jake, they'll know he's a, um, what's the word? He's a, he's a convincing guy. Like if he likes something and he wants to show you it. Yep. Like I still think he should be a salesman. Yeah. Because he, can, he yeah. can convince you to like. He's got the gift of the gab. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. And I'd never heard of, um, he was, so I was still on my propaganda trip. Like old school sort of. Punk and um, he said, "Have you heard of Save Today?" Okay, and I hadn't. And um, he said, "Take this album and listen to it, and then listen to it again, <laughs> and you will see that, like you know." And it so was you were in the band at the time, just yeah, right, okay, yeah, yeah. It was um, through being cool, and I never liked another album of theirs. Yeah, like I liked Stay What You Are a little bit. Yeah, the hit. Like the single or whatever, but yeah, um, yeah. at your funeral, I picked "Shoulder to the Wheel," okay, which is a like a good representation of the album, okay. But yeah, it did change. I'd never heard pop punk as such. Yeah, was, okay. That was the first pop punk stuff I'd heard, and I was like, you know, wow. And that's what we're, that's probably what we we're trying to emulate. Definitely. Were you sold on it straight away, or did it take two or three listens? Um, I think I listened to it and was like, "That's all right." And then I he played it with me and was singing along and was. Yeah. And his excitement and Yeah. And yeah. it definitely that definitely that helps yeah. get your head around something when it's when someone else is like, This is the bit or yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, and like I said, he's convincing he'll he'll get you going and Yeah. Yeah. So that was a um that was definitely a, a you know, and, and there was heaps of other bands. And like even AFI went that sort of style for a couple of albums. Like it was Yeah. You know, they went away from the heavier, yeah, faster stuff to like that, you know. It's pretty email, I suppose. Wasn't yeah, it? they were. Yeah, they that new school. They were one of the textbook bands to yeah, yeah that kind of fl- flew that flag. Yeah. Whether they wanted that, like yeah. that attention or not, yeah, they definitely got it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah sick. So that was an epic show too, by the way. The, the yeah, yeah, at the Roundhouse. Roundhouse. That goes down in history. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's weird. One of those shows where one of the, it's one of those interesting shows where, like. People that you'll come across in your life, like I found this out just recently speaking to another guest, yeah, Isaac Graham, who I play in a band with, yeah. was like, Yeah, that was one of the, f-. and we talked about it on the episode. He's like, Well, that was one of the first, like, I remember I, I lived up the road, I walked down, I had a ticket, I realized I left the ticket at home, I had to run back and grab <laughs> my ticket, da da da. But he was at that show, and it was like, Yeah, wow, it's you know, people who are still in the like, people who are still into. Music now, yeah, still like at our age, you know, yeah. sub 40, we'll still pinpoint that show and be like, Yeah, that was one of the greats when he walked on the crowd, and yeah, 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 like, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing, yeah, yeah, 
good times. Those, yeah, it was fantastic times. Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a very, um, I don't want to say innocent age, but like it was, <laughs> it was we were at the perfect age for that to kind of all be unfolding. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I don't know. I know we're, it's an old thing to say, like we're both getting on the closer side to forty, but very. I can't imagine being in your early twenties now and like what's out there, like being as yeah. I don't know. Iconic 20 years later. Like, it's whatever, whatever, 15 years later. And it's saying that, but so I, I completely agree. I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. like, I don't think, I don't think you would have looked at AF. I, don't, I didn't think of AFI back then as thinking this band, this, sh- like, I was a big AFI fan from their, from their second album. Yeah. Very proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. And no trust. That one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, like, I didn't think they were going to be. I didn't think that would, that would stand the test of time. Yeah. Like, if that makes sense. Like, a band like No Effects or Rancid, who were one of the big bands, mm. or The Offspring or whatever, or like, you know, they would stand the test of time. Yeah. But I didn't think AFI would. Yeah. But, like, it's one of those things where you, it'll take 20 years to then people for them look back on it and be like, oh, no, 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 that was great. Like, at this point in time, this particular band was the definition of greatness. Yeah. But you couldn't see it. Until you look back yeah, at it, if that yeah, makes sense, sure. you know, retrospective, absolutely retrospective, yeah. twenty twenty, all that kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah, there's something going on now. We're just too old to know <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Like we are yeah. just too old to. Which yeah. is interesting. Like I don't listen to Triple J. Yeah. Because I just go, you are, and like, I, but I never complain about Triple J because I go, I'm 37 years old. Yeah, exactly. Like you aren't you if you're if you're appeasing me. Yeah. You're not doing your job. You're not doing the right job. Yeah. You know that's well, it's, what it's double radio. It's youth radio. That's exactly right. <laughs> we, yeah. We stopped being youth a while back. Many years ago. Yeah. 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 See. So, yeah. what are you doing now, music-wise? Uh, well. <laughs> Breaking news exclusive. Yeah. And like, it ties in from the last song too. Absolutely it does. Um, yeah. But yeah, just started to play a little band called Through Being Cool with Trent Crawford. Who and we talked about earlier in one yep. short and your bad self. My bad self. <laughs> and the day this gets released, uh-huh. we'll be playing with um so if you're here early enough, yeah, and you live on the central coast. Yeah. If you frequently check your Facebook. Yeah, frequently. Um <laughs> we'll be playing with Body Jar in twenty eight days, which is a blast from the pub. Well, nostalgia. Just like, a nostalgia trip, yeah. 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 At uh Central Coast Leagues. Nah. No, no, sorry, not Central Coast Leagues. Entrance, Entrance Leagues. Entrance Leagues, yeah. And then on the Saturday night, we're playing. I Cam- guess it's the, the Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. So yeah, and that's that's been fun. It's um yeah, it's it's just yeah, just good fun. Um, poppy, punky. Yeah, I don't know what is it. Yeah, it's just yeah. power. I just think it's like power pop. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's good. There might even be a couple of Central Coast pop punk bangers from the early two thousands. Yes, the set. dropped at that set. If you're lucky, indeed. To, yeah. yeah, catch it. Yeah. If you're not out drinking in the foyer. Which most people most will people be, let's will face be. it. Yeah. That's where I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Opening bands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It should be good. It should be good. Hack the mainframe we're playing yep. as well. Kai's drumming. Kai, yeah. Yep. He's going to just show everyone up. Yeah, do a um, medley. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, being a parent to two drumming kids. That Sick. And skating. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. They're not, they just get on they it kind to of amuse just, you. They, yeah. Yeah. I tell them, like, get back on it and it doesn't work. <laughs> but, um, they definitely have to drum before bed every night, which the neighbours would love. Yeah. You know, whatever. So they actually do. They have a, they have a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more so Sid. 
Who's the two-year-old? Two-year-old, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, um, he seems to have it already, you can tell. Wow. <laughs> He's got, like, he hits each drum four times and then goes to the next drum four times and the next one, like, he wouldn't even know what four is. Yeah. And um, he does it with his wrist. There's no arm movement. It's just bang, bang, like, with his wrist, which... Which is technique. I've seen drummers yeah. my <laughs> yeah. age who don't use their wrists. <laughs> Smack with their <laughs> yeah. whole arm. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty funny. And he, but he just he hits it so fucking hard. Yeah, it's scary. I'm like, your ears are gonna bleed, and he's gonna break the cymbal. Like, but it's just you. Yeah, I like know, you were a heavy hitter with yeah. fucking mammoth hands. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I, I. I probably should have focused a bit more on rudiments and stuff than just trying to beat the shit out of him. But you'll work it out. It seemed more fun at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I got told by a Channel V guy once. He said, "You're you need to learn how to." Play soft, and I was like, "Fuck off, idiot!" <laughs> Which side of the camera are you on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, you know, I just, yeah, I, I, I've got my dad's attitude when it comes to people giving you advice. You which, know, when you, yeah, which is like, you know, someone, someone come up to him recently and wanted to talk to him about drumming or something and give him a tip, and he said, "How long have you been drumming, mate?" And he said, "Oh, well, professionally, you know, like not." that long but uh, like you know at home and he goes i don't give a shit about at home mate how long have you been drumming professionally and he went oh probably five or six months he goes i've been doing it for 60 fucking years that's so heavy that's yeah. so great so yeah. and before we go on i'd like to if it's okay with you mm. you um something that just blows my mind which is just a random tidbit right. which brings me back to drumming and your dad and your son right. you've um you got on the you got like Blow, you blew up like you went viral on Reddit for a day or two oh, yeah. <laughs> with that photo yeah. of four generations of drummers. Yeah, yeah, which is just fucking wild. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I, I didn't. I still don't know how to use Reddit. Yeah, no, I, I, I got on there and I kind of. I think someone even commented like, "You put that in the wrong spot." Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, I signed up, put something up, and then nothing happened. And then I put that photo up, and then I checked it. I forgot it. I, I even put it there at one point and yeah. I checked it again and there was 30,000 likes or so, oh, whatever they are, upvotes. Yeah, upvotes, and, yeah. Um, 800 comments or something. And Jesus. But people started to realise that I was the guy from the band I was in that they saw in America, which was weird because... That's wild. It wasn't anyone out here. It was like someone in Florida that saw us with the matches and picked yeah. it. And then Mark C from Below Class saw it and commented because he's... He's hilarious. He's yeah. onto that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's sick. Yeah, sick. Hey, look, I mean, this has been amazing because the thing I love about doing this, especially with people who I've known for such a long time, is I get to find all the things that you never talk about because you just assume isn't yeah. important yeah. or isn't whatever. Yeah. So you know, you knew most of this. Let's be honest. I did, and we, I we love. It. And there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason you're here because I fucking love it. Don't worry about that. Uh, yeah, it's good times. Sick. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's good. Cool. So it. saves the day. Uh, shoulder to the wheel. Let's do it. Cool.
Alrighty, David Macbeth, episode 33. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making it this far. Um, hope everything in your life is doing well. Uh, hopefully you'll see, you know, a couple of big ones lined up that I'm actually, you know, no, no spoilers, but hopefully I'm recording tonight. Uh, if Again, if you're listening to this on the day it was recorded. Um, myage.com, my follow it on all the Instagrams and the social medias and the whatevers and subscribe and show a friend and hope you dig it and... If you think this episode's worth a dollar, uh, paypal.me slash myagepodcast. Send me a dollar. Send me two. Send me whatever. You know, you don't have to. There's no there's no pressure at all. But um, yeah, it just keeps this bad boy afloat. Makes it a bit easier for me. Makes it, you know, whatever. I'll still do it for free anyhow, but it just, you know, at the end of the day, it just makes it a bit more economical, I guess. But again, no pressure. Um, cool. Take it easy. Just die. Everybody talking to their pockets. Everybody wants a box of chocolates and a long stem rose. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that you love me, baby. Everybody knows that you really do. Everybody knows you've been discreet, but there were so many people you just had to meet without your clothes. And everybody
you've been through From the bloody cross on top of Calvary To the beach of Malibu Everybody knows it's coming apart Take one last look at this sacred heart Before it blows And everybody knows Everybody 